We're able to pull it off. It's always good to do the show together. Welcome to episode 51. If you missed it last episode, 50th episode of Tigers Avenue. Zach put together this little cool video to run of all of our highlights, and it was a blast. So thank you uh, to everyone who's been supporting us. But look, here we are at 51. Moving Hopefully, on up in the world. That's right. <laughs> moving on up. Hopefully we'll have 50 more episodes for you, you know, 100 episodes. So, Zach. Um, this week we've been busy. Yeah. You can't tell I'm a little red. You a little sunburned? Just a wee bit. I did. Crazy. I mean, this whole week we've been at a youth camp uh, in Smithville, Arkansas, population 78. <laughs> middle of um, nowhere. Middle of nowhere. I spent the entire week outside with a bunch of teenagers playing games and whatnot and didn't get sunburned the whole week, but I got sunburned today. When I went swimming, so <laughs> spent like three, four, five days out in the sun. Didn't get it, but I got it today. And I mean, y'all can probably tell. I'm looking at the cameras here. I'm, I'm looking a little peach, just, just, a, just little. a wee bit, just a wee bit. I wouldn't say a wee bit. I, I said a good bit, but, good bit. <laughs> but it is what it is. We've had a blast this week, and uh, that's why we're doing our show today because we can't finish yesterday. And uh, be completely honest, I'm exhausted. We went to bed early. Yeah. I was ready to go to bed early. Yeah. Um, when, you, when you're sleeping in these little bunk beds with uh, a room full of teenagers and they stink and it ain't your bed, man, sometimes you just don't get the best sleep and you spend four nights there and you're quite exhausted. So this morning I didn't wake up till 10 o'clock. Yeah. 10 o'clock I woke up. We slept in too. Yeah. So we went was, to bed early. I mean, I think I slept for like 12 hours. It was great. I mean, it was great. It was one of the best nights of sleep I've had in a while. Um, but we're here and we're ready to do the show. We've kind of <laughs> we've kind of had to keep up and catch up with uh, all things LSU. Uh, everything that's been happening lately. So it was crazy because yeah, it, it, where we're at, there's like no internet whatsoever. There's no, like no service. One thing of Wi-Fi yeah. in the cafeteria, and like I had to go in there every day keep up and try to make edits because <laughs> so much was going on while we were gone. I was like, of course, uh, LSU kids this week have so much happen, but it, it was awesome. Yep, yep. Well, look, Zach, I mean, it looks like some people are firing in already. Why don't you throw a few up there and we'll say some hellos. Oh, Landry said, at least we don't have to worry about Zach internet freezing. <laughs> True. Hey, if you haven't noticed, like, we, I've been good on the internet. We finally yes. fixed the Lord, Lord. Lord. Uh, sitting in the fire emojis. Appreciate you Let's joining go. us, Sally Let's Boy. Go. 
BK Takeover. What's up, everyone? Zach needs a tan. Uh, you're almost glows in the dark like a glow. <laughs> Good grief. Uh, that's interesting. Uh, but, uh, but I agree. I agree. I agree. And I do need a tan. Maybe, maybe I need a tan. You did today, Reagan. Just put a little bit of sun on. Not very much tan. Tiger Den Sports. Uh, you appreciate them. Uh, I got to talk to him briefly the other day. Uh, hopefully, make some connections with him. Appreciate you joining us, man. Uh, for our viewers who uh, have not yet, go on to Twitter, follow Tiger Den Sports. They're just now getting going. Um, you know, we're we have just been getting rolling really these last few months. Started yeah. in November, yeah. so of course, go and support Tiger uh, Sports. Al Andrew said, "Hey, my guys, just tune in." Been at Strawberry Paget Baby Girl One Miss Team. Hey, congratulations! congratulations. Proud uh, dad, I'm sure. Yes, yes. Proud dad, I'm sure. Congratulations to your daughter, Al. Well, um, Zach, I guess we better get in. First thing here we need to discuss is the NBA draft, and um, as we all know, uh, Tari Easton got an invite to the green room with the NBA, and typically when you get an invite to the green right. room, uh, you, you you know you're getting picked and 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 look, after the season Tari Eason had, uh, there, I mean, no surprise. I mean, he was sixth man of the year, uh, easily could have started on any team in the SEC. I mean, just an absolute versatile player, uh, handsy on defense, great, uh, great guy who can go get you a bucket and he can also shoot on the outside. I mean, it's a no brainer. Yeah. I mean, he's got the size, um, for the NBA and the Houston Rockets picked him at the 17th pick. The Houston Rockets loaded up. They did. I mean, I know the Grizzlies technically had that pick with Ty Ty Washington, but he's at the Rockets. And Jabari Smith being the third pick. So, I mean, Zach, how do you rate the Rockets draft there? Uh, I mean, A. A. Maybe not A+, plus, but they definitely got an A. I mean, to pick up Jabari Smith, who is arguably the best player in the draft, arguably, yeah, on yeah. top of Tari Easton and Ty Ty Washington. Yeah, I say they did pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, I, in my opinion, I, I I think Jabari Smith was the best player in the draft. I don't I understand. I, I mean, maybe I just haven't watched him enough, but I just don't understand the big hype around Chet Holgrim uh, or Holgren, whatever you say his name is. Gonzaga, he was the number one player in high school, and you know, this year, I, you know, you'll watch Gonzaga, and I, I just mean like. It, nothing really impressed me about him. I, I don't know if it's just his size or his skill set or what it is, but I don't know. I just think he's a little bit overhyped. And, and Paulo Mancaro uh, out of out of Duke, number one overall to the Magic. And I mean, I can kind of understand that one a little bit, but I still think Jabari would have had an edge over him. I mean, he just had an incredible uh, year. But look, guys, the 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 New Orleans Pelicans get Dyson Daniels out of the B League, which is kind of a a new thing these past few years with the um you know the NBA draft that players can now go join the G League out of high school and then get drafted kind of like uh Jalen Green I think was the first guy who did that and who is a Rocket as well um so the Rockets look to be you know the team who's going to be trying to build like a young team these next few years because Boy, they've been down a little bit. So hopefully, guys like Tari Eason can uh, can help them out. Which I mean, we we hope all the best for Tari Eason. You know, we we 
enjoyed watching him so much this year. And uh, I, I mean, and it's not for him. him so. I mean, it's not for him. You don't. You probably don't win a lot of the games that they won. Right, right. I mean, for sure. When you needed a guy to step up and be the score after Ace went down, yep. you know, you had you had Darius there at the beginning, but really throughout the rest of the season, yep. it was Tari's. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Atari was your guy this year. And at times, you know, we were like, why isn't he starting? But, you know, Will Wade, the, the former coach, um, had that formula, and it worked. Uh, it worked with him coming off the bench. You know, if you get an early lead with the guys who were in the starting five and you, you play for about, you know, four or five minutes or so and, and you got a six-point lead and you bring Hardy East and Brett off the bench, I mean, it was it was, it was was great. And so I'm really looking forward to see what he can do. Um, he, he definitely, definitely built his draft stock this year. I mean, we, we were talking about a guy who were at, was at Cincinnati four nine eight points a game and was projected to be drafted anywhere. And it comes to LSU, he's top 20 pick. I mean, just an incredible year from him. So all the best to him and his future, uh, Tari Eason. We will be definitely watching. Uh, I, I would have loved to see him go to, like, you know, the New Orleans Pelicans or, let's say, the Grizzlies. <laughs> But you know, I mean, he's he was there. I mean, that he was there at the eighth pick. But it is what it is. But another uh, news with the NBA draft, you know, uh, that he was the only one selected for the Tigers. But um, four-year senior Darius Days, uh, he gets picked up for a, a raw with a roster agreement for the Spurs summer league team. And um, Sharif, sorry, I about to blank it. Sharif O'Neal got. Uh, a roster agreement to be on the summer league for the Lakers as well. Zach, do you have any? I mean, honestly, I, I don't know much about the summer league. I know, I know it's another chance for them to try to prove themselves. I mean, I, I, I like Sharif a lot. I think this is a little premature. If, I mean, it, 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 just in my opinion, you know, I want I want the best for him and uh, I want him to be successful. But I think it's a little premature. I mean, what's your thoughts on? That? I, I agree. Um, I, I thought that he would transfer um, yeah. and go to another school yeah. and have another year, try and go somewhere that he can be a starter um, and get a lot of valuable minutes, not have to worry about injury, and then go from there. But he he gets the deal done with the Lakers. So, I mean, you can only hope the best for him and Darius. They get an opportunity. It's not being selected. Not anything huge, but they get both get an opportunity to at least compete, right? And take that next step, step up in their game and trying to impress, them. right? And so, so with Darius Days, I mean, I, I he could have played another year if he wanted to, and I would have loved to. I mean, obviously, we would have loved to see him play another year. We love Darius Days, uh, but I mean, I think Darius Days is a guy who could eventually work himself into a two way contract, uh, kind of like what Javante Smart has done in recent years. Um, now, uh, Trenton Watford has worked himself into like a contract. I mean, he's, he was a uh, on the roster for the, for the Trailblazers for most of the season. And so I'm really happy for him. But I, I, I project uh, Darius being eventually maybe a two-way contract guy 
and then I would receive, and now I, I hope this one, obviously, I want him to get on uh, a team and, I mean, be an all-star. I mean, that's what we all hope, but that's just not reality, right? Yeah. Darius is definitely skilled. You know, we know he can shoot the outside. Uh, he can bang around in the paint. Obviously, he's a big rebounder. He was, you know, that was one of the biggest things uh, for LSU in his time there. He could get you a board. Um, and he, at times, he also played LSU's five. Like the year before when we were just a smaller team, he played LSU's five a lot. So, um, but I eventually see Darius um, getting a two-way contract or maybe playing overseas. I mean, that's just that's just where I see him eventually going. But hopefully this 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 coming summer, he has a fantastic time. I mean, I know that uh, in the what, – what, what's it, that camp, the NBA camp, combine camp or whatever that they got invited to. I mean, he had a great showing. And I think that, that kind of pushed him into this, you know, agreement with the Spurs to get on the summer league. But I hope he goes up there, and I hope he balls out, and I hope he lands a contract for the next season. Well, I think Darius has probably a better shot than Sharif right now, definitely, oh, yeah. because Darius can play inside and out. We already know about the outside shot, but also we saw at times during the season where he was would solidify himself down low and have right. a great game in the paint. For sure. So he can play inside and out. He's versatile. And he can defend at, at right, one point. Right. I think he was in the top ten defenders in the country yeah. uh, during the regular season. So, I mean, Darius Day is going to shut. Yeah, absolutely. And I and I hope he does. I, I sure hope he does. Um, but I mean, we'll we'll continue to keep an eye on that and keep all updated. But um, we're excited for those Tigers who who have gotten opportunities, and we're really excited for Tari Eason, who was a top uh, twenty pick. I mean, that was. That was awesome to see. I mean, uh, there's the product uh, of LSU basketball on display again, right? And, uh, I mean, we're pumped for this next season with the new coach and this this new uh, found roster that McMahon has put together, and hopefully next year we can put another guy in the draft. Yeah. So, and, I mean, you got Matt Mark. McMahon has done that. So, and we're looking forward prospects. to that. I mean, you got KJ Williams. You got Absolutely. Ace Wolf. I mean, obviously those two are the biggest names Absolutely. on the LSU roster that – to be selected. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for sure. I, I think KJ Williams will be the best in the waters this year. Yep. And we've talked a little bit about that. But all the best uh, to you, Tigers, who have, uh, you know, moved on. And all you guys, we, we want the best for y'all. But speaking of basketball, Zach. Huge. Speaking of basketball, Kim Mulkey. Kim Mulkey. I'm telling y'all. My hot take was. That the next national championship would come from Kim Mulkey. And boy, oh boy, she's, I don't she's, think I disagree. She is encouraging my hot take more and more, I feel like. Like she's like she is like making me feel really safe in my hot take in that. Michaela Williams out of Louisiana, the number one prospect in the nation, commits to the title. And I mean they've masked they, I mean they are their stacked. And then they, this is just a, another huge addition, Zach. I mean, well, I mean, where at? I, I mean, on the rankings of like biggest recruits that women basketball has got, like this is up there. Oh, yeah. I mean, number one player in the country. This is like the biggest since Simone. I mean, I, I I don't know. I haven't kept up with like rankings of of the women's basketball in quite some time because. Not talking bad about anybody. The program was was lackluster 
you know, for a while. So you ain't been keeping up with it. Um, but now it's like, holy smokes, you got, you got, you know, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it like Daniel told us, Flo J. You got people like Flo J coming in, and she's put this incredible transfer roster together, and now she's made in another addition in the number one player in the nation. I mean, that Kim Mulkey's doing what Kim Mulkey came to do. Well, I mean, she is a prolific head coach, um, and she is proving that on this. I mean, she came from Baylor, and no respect to Baylor, but LSU has the potential to be a greater monster than Baylor does, just resource-wise. And um, she is using every resource that that she can, um, and she is making the most of it. And I, I think I have to agree with you. I think that it's very likely that the women's basketball team may be the, the next LSU sports team to win a national championship. If I had to go with a different route, it'd probably be baseball. Yep. Um, but man, it, 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 it raises the expectations for next year because you didn't really have high expectations right. coming into this past season. And then they did what they did and surprised a lot of people. For sure. But now you have that from this past season. You have what she's done recruiting wise and on the front end in the transfer portal. And I think people are going to expect a lot. And that, that is going to be probably the biggest hurdle that she is going to have to, to overcome this next season is meeting the expectations now that they are there. Yeah. Because she is going to have them next year. I mean, I, I think, say, you know, Final Four. Now it's, now it's Final Four of Bucks. Yeah. Now it's Sweet 16 of Bucks. Um, and those are really high expectations coming into next season um, for Kim Holt. So we'll see how she handles all Yeah. I, I mean – that's what you want out of an LSU program, right? any LSU program, uh, athletic program. You want high expectations. Football every year has high expectations. Baseball every year has high expectations, right? Now our high, our expectations have been raised with men's program, and now in this this year with the recruiting that we've done, the women's are going to have high expectations. That's what I mean. That's what Scott Woodward came to do. Is is Make LSU a, a, a premier athletic program, one of the top athletic programs in the country, and high expectations, I think, is what everybody wants of every program. Yeah. And that's what Kim Mulkey expects to have out of her program. She demands a lot. She demands to uh, uh, to be at the top level, and she's doing that in every facet. Every facet. And I am, I am more excited about the women's basketball than I have ever been in my life. Ever been in my life? I have to agree. I mean, it it is it is an exciting time to <laughs> be a tiger. I mean, with recent news, with recent hires. I mean, the past. I mean, good grief! The past year, I feel like at LSU has been like a, such a roller coaster. I mean, I feel like we're flying in the high time with, with the LSU athletic program, and that's what we expected. From Scott Ward. Well, Justin brings up a good question. He says, has there ever been a time when expectations are this high in baseball, both basketball programs, gymnastics, and football simultaneously? No, I, I don't think there ever has been. I don't think there has been. I mean, for for a long time there, after um, – oh, goodness, I'm drawing a blank on his name. Not Dale Brown. The coach uh, – I'm drawing a blank on Johnson? Before him, 
Uh, he's one of the radio. He does one of the radio. He's is it John John Brady? John Brady. I don't know. I don't think it's Brady. But I know it's John something. Anyways, I'm drawing a blank on his name. We're kind of but we're kinda young. with with Trent Johnson and Johnny Jones, you know, those few years the football expectation has remained the same. The baseball expectation remained the same, but like. The women's basketball, the men's basketball kind of was wavered. It, it, is it is Brady. Okay, John Brady. Exactly. Yes. Um, ever since he left, was is was no longer with the program. The expectation dipped with the men's basketball, and Will Wade was brought in. And I mean, we know how that ended. It ended in, uh, you know, him Flames. being fired. You know, yeah, him being. The, the, him being in flames, but um, he brought, I mean, all credit to him, he brought the program back to life. He did. Um, I mean, now, do we want to talk about how he did that? But regardless of how he got, went about his recruits, he brought energy to the program. He bought, brought a newfound love for the program it, with the fans. I mean, re-energized it, and expectations were, were, were raised when Will Wade was here. And now we have those expectations for Matt McCann, right? We know what he did at Murray State. We know, you know, he could recruit and bring guys. And now he's got this roster together. Expectations are high. Expectations are high for Brian Kelly. Jay Johnson is doing what he's doing. Expectations are high oh, for him. That's up next. And that's up next. We'll get to that. Expectations are high. Kim Mulkey is here, three-time national champion. Expectations are very high. Like, LSU's athletic program is about to be in a, a for the next I don't know that it could be like ten years five, five to ten years um, LSU's athletic program could be at a, the expectation and the prowess of our program could be at an all time high. I mean that's just my opinion. Brian, yeah, early 2000s. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, I can't remember when Big Baby took us to the Final Four. That was, when was in that? 2006. 2006. So, so baseball expectations were still there too. Yeah. Uh, for, for during that time, because I football. mean, and football, of course. Um. So, but now you're thinking. You're adding gymnastics and women's basketball on top of that. I mean, you're having national championship expectations all over the place, and that's what we want. That's absolutely what we want. Um, so let's move forward and talk about those expectations, Zach, real quick. Um, <laughs> Jay Johnson, we said last episode that it may be a minute. It may be a minute. Sorry, y'all. I've got some sun, and I'm I'm I'm, un, I'm uncomfortable sitting here a little bit. <laughs> the sun is is hurting. I got some sunburn a little going, and I'm not I'm not too comfortable. But bear with me. Jay Johnson was going to hit the portal for several days, and he was going to attack. Boy, oh boy, has he attacked! I mean, holy smokes! From out of nowhere, Randy Orton RKO one day. Tommy Tanks, Tommy White from NC State, 
probably the most prolific freshman this year, breaks the NCAA record for home runs. 27 home runs for a freshman. And then you land one of the one of the biggest arms in the portal, Christian Little from Bandy. What a day for Jay Johnson. And he is not done. I think we ain't done yet. I, I love that. I mean, I mean, I love that. Zach. I mean, holy cow. We we're expecting to lose. Guys like Jacob Berry, Cody K. Doty, and you're losing Tyler McManus. You're losing a lot of right there. A lot of home runs. Potentially like Joe Bear. You may lose him too. You got guys entering the portal. Go get him. Add 27 home runs to your lineup. That was huge. And to not only add offense, to go get a guy like Christian Little? Are you kidding me? And Thatcher Hurd is still out there? I mean, you've already landed Dylan. Dylan T. Break, Dylan T. Break, however you want to say it. You added Christian Little. You got a guy on your roster, Ty Floyd, who's probably going to be a weekend rotation type of guy. Ron Coleman's going to be Coleman's going to get healthy, and you'll have a southpaw out of him. And then if you go land like Thatcher Hurd, I mean, you got four or five starters, five guys that can speak for the weekend rotation right now. So if you pair that offense then, like an offense, <laughs> an offense with Trey Morgan, an offense with, Dylan Cruz, an offense with Josh Pearson, and an offense with Tommy White, 27 home runs, with a pitching staff that has five starters that can go at length, that is high expectation. Yeah. That is that is Omaha expectation. And here's the other issue that our issue was built. And you went and got a guy out of Jack Pineda. Pineda. We're going to ask him here in a minute. We will have to ask him. If you're here to hear from Jack, next segment will be a segment with Jack from Baylor. Short stop at a 966 building percentage, over 300 batting average, seven home runs. You're adding guys in the portal that can come in and potentially clean up your fielding situation as well. Now, I will say, I will say, it has been said that Jordan Johnson, Jordan Thompson dealt with an injury. Zach, do you know any more on that? Yeah. Um, I, heard, I heard in the quarter places that he had been dealing with a knee injury the whole season that not a lot of people knew about until it came out later. Okay. And so, you know, it makes sense that, um, that he, with the problems they had fielding wise, and uh, Blake had even said, that they moved him to second base, not because of the errors, but because of the pain tolerance. Yeah. Just because he was trying to deal with the pain. Um, and so they put him over on second base to try and help him deal with it. Yeah. So maybe maybe that, you know, affected them in this whole season. And maybe just maybe he gets healthy 
and he becomes the Jordan Thompson we knew from his freshman year, the lineup's starting to build. And again, it sounds like Jay Johnson is not that. No. I mean, we've heard a few names, and I'm not going to list any names here because, I mean, I, I, I want that to come out as comes out and I don't want to you know give false hope on any on, on any one player um well BK takeover line says possibly Ostrander and Hall Al said are we crossing fingers for Tanner to come to Baton Rouge uh, Ryan also said uh, shortstop could be coming in to get Josh Day it, we've already mentioned Josh Day uh um that would be another huge addition uh I mean a guy who batted over 300 this year and only committed, uh, if I remember correctly, six errors. And so, I mean, that would Great be huge. Defensively. Great defensively. And again, I want to point out Zane didn't, Zach. I, I, I did not say this last time. I, I, I mentioned him. Four errors on the whole season. Four. Four errors. That's pretty wild. That's some really good fielding. And I know his bat didn't follow this second year at Alabama, but, I mean, his first year at Alabama, he finished, you know, batting over 300, and his defense got him all SEC defense his first year, and he got all SEC defense his second year. And at at one point in the season, he did have a 321 batting average. So, I mean, that's a guy there. I I don't think we go get Zane Denton. Honestly, I I haven't heard any inclination about Zane Denton. But that's just a guy I, I think is an elite defender. And if you want to go clean up some defense and there's potential in his bat, that's a guy you could go get too. So there's options. And a guy like Zane Denton, I feel like, would heavily consider coming to LSU, right? Yeah. To stay in the SEC, to stay at a, a, an SEC West program uh, rather than maybe stepping down from Alabama, right? Uh, rather stepping up into a, a team like LSU. But, guys – from y'all's comments, if you get Ostrander and Tanner Hall comes, oh my gosh. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, we understand the portal is is what he's taking care of first, right? He's recruiting. He's yeah. building his roster back. And then we'll get into that. But if we hire Ostrander. I mean, you saw what Southern Miss did with their pitching in yes. the regional. Um, they had elite pitching. And if you go, I mean, that's because of Austrian. A lot of that's because yep. of Austrian and because of Chris. And he's been there for how many years, Reagan? Five seasons. Five, Five seasons. Um, and he's I been mean, two he's at an, Louisiana Tech. He's an elite pitching coach. Yeah. I know they're also looking at the pitching coach at Texas. So, you know, we'll see. But Jay Johnson made it very clear that he was going to hit the portal first. And, and he did this past week. Yeah. I mean, just an absolute – Shocker. I mean, everybody thought. Everybody thought that Tommy White was headed back to Florida. I mean, he came out of IMG, Florida, Florida guy. IMG obviously is there in Florida. Everybody thought he was going to go back home, potential like Florida State. But I mean, Florida State's going through a coaching change. Florida State's hiring Link Jarrett out of Notre Dame. Um, and I think the other team they said that uh, I heard was mentioned was Miami. And <laughs> Jay Johnson goes and gets him on a visit, and the next day Tommy White announces he's a Tiger. I mean, relentless recruiting, right? 
And not only is he said he was going to attack the portal, like he was doing it himself. Like this is not him and some other, you know, guys he's got involved with the staff. Like this is him, Jay Johnson, making the phone calls, getting it done. And if this is what Jay Johnson does on the regular, I mean, you think about it, Zach. I mean, I know he coached Jacob Berry, but last year he went and got guys like Jacob Berry out of the portal. He got Eric Razelman out of the portal, right? I mean, Todd McManus. top names in the portal. And then here we – you said who now? Tyler McManus. Tyler McManus, yes. Um, I mean, big-time guys out of the portal, like Tommy White and Christian Little are two of the biggest names in the portal. If not – I think Tommy White is like one of the biggest in the portal. I mean, if this is a regular thing and <sighs> – I mean, we have a massive, a massively stacked roster. I meant recruiting class coming in. Like, if this is his continual recruiting, like, we're going to land a national championship sooner than later. Yeah. Like, you keep bringing talent in like this, this is going to be a very interesting, I mean, tenure that Jay Johnson's going to well, put he together. Want, he wants them all. He wants them no, all. No he's, question. He's made that very clear. Well, here's the thing. I mean, here's the reality. Um, I think I, obviously you want to win. You want to win the College World Series every year, right? But that's not reality, right? But next year is Dylan Cruz and Trey Morgan's last season. Like Trey Morgan and Dylan Cruz are gone after next year. Yeah. So you add a few pieces like Tommy White, get a few pitchers that can be elite starting pitchers. Hire a great pitching coach, Christian Ostrander. And you go win a national championship and you send Dylan Cruz and Trey Morgan out champions, right? And then the next year, which pff, I hate to say rebuilding because I feel like if if he's doing this this year, he can do it again next year. For sure. But, you know, I, you think next year is, is a year like you need to go get one. You need to make a big, big push to go get a championship this year, being it's their last year. And I, th- I think we're seeing that push right now with what he's doing yeah. in the board. Correct, correct. All right, Zach. I think we need to hit a few comments, and we will um, we'll 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 get a, hit a quick break, and then we will bring Jack in. So y'all, we're we're gonna you know ask Jack a few questions. Uh, we're gonna do some tell me ta and ask. You can do some ask Jack as well, right, Zach? Yep. Throw that in there. Uh, we're gonna ask him some questions. Y'all ask him some questions. We're looking forward to having him in. Uh, it's going to be a blast. But let's hit some of y'all's comments. Zach, what you got? So, Al said, Tank's had seven home runs in the first six games this season. <laughs> hey, uh, Justin said, uh, AD, I see LSU becoming the Bama of the baseball port. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, B, uh, hashtag BK Takeover Ryan mentioned uh, Ostrander and Hall possibly coming over. So, um, And Al said, it will be called Reload, not Rebuild. Correct. And that's my thing is is you got Dylan Cruz and Trey Morgan going out after this season. You you, you definitely don't say rebuild. Yeah, I, like it's going to be a reload. Tiger Den Sports. It says a lot about Jay Johnson recruiting. He's getting transfer commitments without a pitching coach or an assistant. I I think that has probably gone unnoticed a little bit. Uh, I mean, Jay very John, true. Jay very Johnson true. is getting these guys, and he doesn't have key assistant coaches with him right now. Wow. I, I mean, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I mean, that adds a whole other level to it. So, pretty massive. All right, guys, we're going to take a break. And then right at this break, we'll do a quick interview with Jack.
Five Star Hero, your intro and outro music for the Tigers Avenue show. They ain't ready for that LSU. Go check out all his other music on all the major platforms. Don't forget to follow him on Instagram, at Saints Anthem. And at Twitter, at One Nation Doty. Don't forget to check out his Facebook page for all his Saints and LSU merchandise. Five Star Hero. Can't get any better than Sarah Klein-Stevens, attorney at law. Her firm focuses on the needs of the elderly and maintaining their dignity throughout the process. Here for you, here for your family. Sarah Klein-Stevens, attorney at law. All right, guys. Oh, oh, oh. Got to get in there. We're going to have to scoot in a little bit here. <laughs> What's up, Jack? What's up, man? Good to have you on. How's it going? Hey, right, thank you guys for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're doing great. A little sunburnt, but it's all good. It's all good. Looking forward to this interview, man. Uh, we really appreciate you joining in and, and willing to answer our questions. And uh, our fans are, are are looking forward to asking you questions as well. Um, you're a pretty guy here recently. A pretty, a pretty popular guy here recently, Jack. I mean... You got some interviews and stuff, you know. What's that been like? Um, it's been really cool. I, uh, it's part of the reason you come to LSU or why I came to LSU was just kind of play in front of uh to the fans that just love and, and love their Tigers and um, <laughs> the environment at Alec Box is just something that I heard is unmatched and I can't wait to experience it. Oh man, I mean, let me tell you, back in 2017. The year LSU made it to the finals, we went and we 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 caught a few games in the box. And I'm telling you, man, it's unmatched. It is, it is, it is no comparison. It, it LSU fans love their sports, and I, I can't wait to uh, for you personally to ex- get to experience that. Um, so, Jack, you know, coming out of Baylor this this past season, uh, real quick though, for an ignorant redneck. Is it Panita, Panada? Uh, Panada. Panada. Okay, Jack Panada. Okay, thank. You. Oh, I mean, we were talking about that earlier, and I was like, I don't want to say it like like some idiot, and then then look look dumb. So I was like, I'll just ask him. <laughs> but no, Panada. you're good. Good deal. Yes, sir. Good deal. So you actually got to play LSU this year, and and y'all y'all got the best of us. So um, what was that like? I mean, out in Houston, um playing at Minute Maid at uh, the Astros Stadium. Uh, how was this past season for you, for Baylor and, and now this transition into LSU? Yeah, I think that um, – well, first off, Houston was just incredible in, in, in playing against LSU. and this, All three teams there were really good, and um, it definitely made us better. Uh, but we kind of underperformed this year uh, at Baylor, and um, – expectations just weren't met and so that was something that coming to LSU I wanted to go somewhere where the expectations were were high and, and kind of Omaha was the standard and uh that's certainly uh what LSU is you got a question well I was gonna say Jack I, I know you've been in several interviews so I'm, I'm sure you've answered this question before before our <laughs> listener you know what what when did that decision to say hey I, I think I'm gonna transfer and of course it being ultimately LSU yeah. Um, well, originally at Baylor, we had a coaching change. Um, and so there was a little bit of uncertainty about who was going to get the job. And I kind of gotcha. put my name in the portal to have some options. And then uh, Coach Johnson actually recruited me at a junior college a little bit. So 
he was the first one to call me and reach out and uh you know we just developed a pretty good relationship and i felt yeah. got a good feel for him and the program and the team and, and where they were headed and um by the time i committed it was just something that i couldn't wait to be a part of awesome awesome well we're glad you're here man we really are um so we've heard and, and seen that you you you've had a connection with a previous Tiger, a, a, a legend uh, who actually plays for the Houston Astros, Alex Bregman. Talk about that a little bit. I mean, did that have any influence on on uh, the decision to be a Tiger? I mean, have you talked to Alex about it any? Or Yeah, um, not so much during the recruiting process, but the love that I saw him get when he played there um, and just how much fun he had and – how just the whole LSU community embraced him that um, yeah. I remember watching that growing up and that certainly had an influence on it. And he earned every single thing that he got there. And um, it's something that I'm just really looking forward to. Obviously his defense was phenomenal at LSU. I'm sure you remember the 360 play that everyone does, you know, coming into LSU, Obviously, we know that there were the struggles there uh, during the season with defense. Was was that one of the biggest things that Jay Johnson talked to you about? Was yeah, the defense uh, part of your game? Yeah, I mean, he definitely wanted me to come in and um, just con- kind of continue that that defense um, that I've had. And uh, I think it was something that certainly put me um, on his radar. Uh, yeah. And – yeah, so um, my my question is, you know, I, we saw obviously you had a visit with, um, uh, I mean, you came to Baton Rouge and had an, a mm-hmm. visit and everything, and that's part of the recruitment process. You know, did that visit kind of sell you? I mean, were you able to go and, and see some things, and is that what sold you, or were you already sold coming in and that just solidified even more? How was your visit? Yeah. Yeah, I will say um, there was a school that came in late that kind of made uh, the decision a little bit harder, but LSU was okay. kind of on, on the forefront uh, for pretty much the entire recruiting process. And then when I came to Baton Rouge and saw everything, it just fell in love and I knew it was the right place. Absolutely, absolutely. Hey, guys, make sure you're throwing in your questions there. If you have any questions for Jack, please throw them in there. I don't, I don't know if I see any quite yet. We but, do have one from Tiger Den Sports. Okay, Jack, go ahead. Jack, obviously, you played shortstop at Baylor. Uh, Tiger Den Sports wants to know, is this your best position or do you have a, another favorite position that, that, that you like to play? Yeah. Um, I I prefer shortstop. I think that um, from a results standpoint or just comfort, I think I read – like I get the best read on hops defensively when I play short. Um, but with that being said, I'm not uncomfortable, um, at other places on the infield. So awesome. Gotcha. So Jack, since you, since you've now made your commitment and it's, it's been a little while, have you been able to talk to any of the current players? Have you been able to make connections with them or any of the, uh, the coaches? Um, well, it's just coach Johnson right now, but, uh, just, back, yeah, um, just Johnson right now. <laughs> uh, a couple guys have have reached out and it's been good to kind of uh, hear from them. And so uh, it's been, I've, I'm just looking forward to it. And I think that 
the goal throughout the team, which I really like and appreciate, is that everyone's kind of got their mind on Omaha, and um, that's exactly what I wanted. So it just, you know, each day I just get more and more excited. How much hype is building for for just yourself now that you know? I mean, LSU yesterday added Tank, uh, Tommy Tanks, and added Christian Little, and of course, you, you know there'll be more coming uh, as Jay Johnson is hitting the portal hard. How much excitement is growing within you that now that you've you've found out some other guys that are coming along and knowing that there will be more as well? Oh my gosh, it's crazy. I mean, you just look at it and you see it on paper and um, see what those guys did and then kind of throwing myself in that mix too. It's just, it's For excited. Sure. And I just, I can't wait to see like what the damage that lineup is going to do is, and <laughs> it, it just gets you excited for, for getting on campus. And then, Ooh, uh, the season can't start soon enough. For sure, man. I mean, I mean, and dude, you hit, you hit plus 300 this season. I mean, you're adding that on top of bringing in Tommy on top of Dylan Cruz, on top of Trey Morgan, on, on some of the young guys like Josh Pearson. I mean, I have to agree with you, man. It's going to be a stacked lineup. So it's – go ahead. Go ahead, man. Oh, no, I was just going to say, yeah, it's super exciting, and I think it's kind of one of those things that's going to be pick your poison because there's no one <laughs> – you know, someone's going to come out and beat you every day, and you can't, you can't try and let all nine guys not beat you. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see how people attack us and then – um, I'm just excited for kind of the show that that's going to happen at the box. Yeah, yeah. So, Jack, obviously, I mean, portal aside, the current LSU roster has some elite talent. I mean, guys like Dylan Cruz. Dylan Cruz, I mean, is a type of guy who could potentially be the number one pick of the draft, and Trey Morgan as well at first base. I don't know if you've watched Trey Morgan play first base much at all. Um, but there is no question in anybody's mind that Trey saves a lot of errors. I mean, he he saves so many errors throughout a season. It, I mean, it's just absolutely unreal. He's he has to be one of the most athletic first basemen I've ever seen. You know, tip and you know this being a baseball player. A lot of times, your first baseman's just your big thumper, and you put him over there to catch you know catch balls coming in. So. It's a different type of first baseman having an athletic first baseman like that. What does it do for an infielder like you, a shortstop, uh, confidence-wise, having a guy like Trey Morgan over at first base? Yeah, um, I was really fortunate to play with another really good first baseman at Baylor um, in Chase Wesner. But it just – I mean, it takes a lot of pressure off, like you said, about you almost just have to worry about fielding it, and then the throw takes over – takes – care of itself because you know if you just get it anywhere close the guy's going to be out and uh it's a huge kind of like a yeah. sigh of relief every time you go over there and hopefully I don't have to make him work too hard but uh <laughs> I know I know he's got me if, if something doesn't go as planned yeah absolutely I mean countless times I mean we've seen him stretch out and pick balls I, I don't think anybody other than Trey Morgan could pick uh-huh. um but Jack so, oh man, my, the question just slipped me. I had another question for him; it just slipped my mind. But um, any more? Uh, I think Al has one. Yeah, in Al here. Landry said, "Ask Jake." Ask, uh, well, Jake, Jack. J- Jack, Jake, Jake, Jack. Yes, Jack. <laughs> Al, Al, J- it's Jack. Let Jack know he will get some uh, Landry Jambalaya next season. 
So there you go. Oh, man. I mean, the, the fans I'm are looking forward to that. Uh, Louisiana, man. Yeah. Have, have, I mean, have you had jambalaya yet? Had some Louisiana cuisine. Yeah. I have not. I've, I mean, I've had some Cajun food, but I haven't yeah. had Cajun food in Louisiana. So I heard, I heard it's different when you get there. It's definitely different. Uh, it's definitely different, and it's and it's something you should definitely be looking forward to. It's going to be awesome. I, I do remember my question now, um, Jack. There, there's, there's. It seems to be, you know, obviously we have Jordan Thompson on our on our roster. Mm-hmm. Jordan Thompson, you know, he he had a, a tough year, but I mean, the year before he was an elite defensive player, uh, and, and this year he was very clutch at times. And I think personally. He still has that elite defense within him. I think he battled an injury, supposedly, that people didn't know about. You know, And there's also rumors, uh, uh, Jack, uh, that jo- a guy like Josh Day may be coming in, that there's some connections made there. Uh, so potentially some competition at the shortstop you know, position with you coming in, Jordan already being there, potentially some, some other guys. You know, What does that do for a program to have competition at – kind of the captain of the infield, right? The captain of the whole the whole field, correct? Uh, yeah. What does that do for a team? And, and, I mean, what does that mean for you coming in as, as to, a, to a position where you're going to have to fight for that spot? I think the biggest thing it does for a team is it just makes people better. I mean, yeah. um, you're just going to push each other each and every day. And then with that being said, um, I, it just – it shows you that you've got to show up to work each and every day. And – um, you do that enough times in the fall that the spring just hits and you've been doing it for an entire semester and you go out there and now you're playing four games a week, but you're just showing up every day and giving it your all. And that's something that I really look forward to. And, you know, I went to LSU to, or I'm going to LSU to, to play and go to Omaha, but at the same yeah. time too, I'm going to get better. And, um, that's how you get better as you surround yourself with guys, um, who are as talented and, and work just as hard as you. Um, and then hopefully we just lift each other up and it's, it just becomes fun to watch. And we, we have the best infield in the country. I mean, competition breeds champions, right? And uh, you, you, you expect that out of your players. Yep. Yep. So we have two comments here. We want to throw up for you, Zach, go ahead. All right. So Justin Broussard says, ask Jack, <laughs> talk about the slot into home <laughs> where he levitated. Yeah. Um, that was really cool. It was something that kind of in the moment you just it just happened, and then uh, I got my phone after the the uh, after the game that day, and it was kind of blown up, and uh, it was <laughs> something that was something that was really cool. Uh, and then looking back on it, I'm kind of like, oh my gosh, I actually did that, and I couldn't <laughs> tell you how I couldn't tell you how I did it. So it's like kind of like I, I think I guess I'm more athletic than I thought I was. Exactly right. <laughs> That's awesome, man. All right, Cody's got a question for you. He said, uh, ask Jack, ask Jack, what kind of drip will you be bringing to the team to help make them better? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, I hope I just bring a kind of a certain level of confidence that just helps us in in kind of that, that swag and that borderline like cockiness confidence right there. And then, um, you know, we'll see what else, what happens. The drip. Um, you know, I got some, I got some things up my sleeve and hopefully I can get a little bit, uh, cre- you know, creative with season, the, the boombox. I, I saw that. that yeah. yeah. I saw that. So we'll Crunk see. I mean, we've got some time to think about it and there's a lot of guys on the team with some drips. So I'm sure we can come up with something pretty cool. 
Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, Jack, uh, they're wanting to know your Twitter handle. If So if you would let mm-hmm. them know your, your Twitter handle and also, I guess, your Instagram as well or anything else you wanted to so they can go follow you and hit you up on, on there. Yeah, so you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at, at one Jack Pineda. So the number one and then my name, Jack Pineda. Good deal, good deal. I'm not going to lie, Jack. Uh, this past season um, – I wasn't a great friend of yours. I wasn't a great friend of yours watching <laughs> that game. Uh, but now you're a Tiger, and and obviously uh, we're really looking forward to see you in a Tiger uniform. We're pumped about it. We really appreciate you joining in, man, answering all of our questions. We'll we'll definitely have to do this again, maybe closer to the season, uh, maybe maybe during next season as we uh, as we uh, the hype continues to build around uh, what Jay Johnson is doing. Um, so one cl- quick last question for you uh, to, to wrap it up. Obviously, baseball is your thing, right? So what is one thing outside of baseball that which you would say is your hobby or you like to do outside of baseball? I love to play golf. So uh, Love to play golf. You know, yeah, go out there on the links a couple times a week during the summer. In the season, we kind of throw them away. But uh, – yeah, golf has kind of been my thing, and I definitely uh, need to get better. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, it, I'm sure you're better than me, Jack, because all I do is dig holes whenever I try to go out there and play. <laughs> That's why I, I stick to disc golf. You know, I can keep it in the air, not have to worry about nothing. But, Jack, I got one last question for you, and then we'll let you go, mm-hmm. man. So, obviously, right now, Ole Miss and Oklahoma, they're playing in the College World Series Finals. Uh, last we checked, Ole Miss was l- winning four to nothing. Uh, what's up? Still four Same. to zero. Still four to zero. Uh, do you got Ole Miss winning it all, or do you think o- Oklahoma's going to take it? I know they're down right now, but what's your opinion on that? Um, I don't know if people believe me, but that this was my final that I predicted. I mean, I think that they were the two hottest teams coming in. And, um, I, I don't know. We played Oklahoma this year, you know, being in the Big 12, and it's kind of – it's a completely different team than when we played them. Um, and they, they got us in a series. Uh, but the way that they've just kind of taken off at the second half of the season um, has been something that's fun to watch. But I think now that now that I'm a Tiger, I got I got to go with a little SEC bias. There you go. There, there you go. go. Well, that's right. They're they're, late. they're having a pretty pretty good game so far. For nothing, Tim Elko's hit two, two bombs in the game. So pretty impressive so far from them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Jack, we sure do appreciate you joining in. We'll have to do it again. Uh, we, we appreciate you answering all our questions. Y'all go follow him on his Twitter, his Instagram, at one Jake Bonetta. Appreciate you joining in, man. You have a good one. Hey, thank you guys for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow, Zach. I mean, what a great interview. I mean, what a great interview. LSU is going to be just fine. We're going to be just fine. Just fine, man. Just fine. Jay John. This is why I love the Jay Johnson hire, I, I, and I'm, I'm growing to love it even more. I mean, the more and more you hear about him, the more and more you see what he does. I mean, this was a hire that you almost didn't expect, right? I mean, there was about yeah. a, there was a list of guys that that you thought. I mean, I mean, we thought we, Kevin O'Sullivan was Kevin O'Sullivan a done deal. Was pretty was a done, done deal. deal, and so you know, uh, considering what had been going on with Title Nine and investigations and whatnot going around LSU, 
had to be a squeaky clean hire. Supposedly something came up. There was some pause, and that fell through. You know, I'm not too upset about that. No. I'm, I'm not too upset about that. Uh, Jay Johnson seems to be the – you know, I mean, he's only in his, like, what, mid-40s? He is the youngest SEC coach in the West. Youngest SEC coach in the West. Right, so you have some youthful energy. He might be second youngest in the SEC. I know Tony – Vitello's got him. I'm not sure if there's another coach okay, in the East okay. that's got him beat. So you have this, you know, energy, this youth in a coach uh, that's energized and is seeking a championship with everything he has, right? Like he's coaching to do that one thing. He has now the resources of LSU, and he's utilizing it. And the more and more that, I mean, through this season and now in this offseason, the more you hear about him, the more you learn about him, I mean, the more you love this hire. Yeah. And, I mean, talking to guys like Jack just continues to affirm that even more. So, Zach, you got anything else? Uh, I'm just – the expectations are high. It's building. Uh, With everything we've talked about, you know, women's basketball, men's basketball, of course baseball. And guess what? Football's right around the corner. (laughs) BK's first year. That's going to be a blast. Um, I am Opening up Florida State in the Superdome, baby. All right, guys, we'll hit a quick break. And then we come back, we'll wrap it up right after this. Make sure you go follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook, all at Tigers Avenue for daily updates on the show and all things LSU sports. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to click off and hit that subscribe button at Tigers Avenue. We broadcast all of our shows live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. All right. Tigered in sports says what a great interview. Awesome show tonight. We appreciate it guys. And, and again, thanks to Jack uh, for taking time out of his day to do the interview. Um, we've been trying to get a guy on to discuss some stuff. And so it was great to finally get him, uh, get him on and talk to him. So we really appreciate it. Um, but yeah, great show. Great discussion with Jack. Um, we'll be see, we'll be back here again next Friday night. Possibly another yes. interview yes. next Friday night. Maybe two. Maybe two. Maybe two interviews yes. next Friday night. So if you're looking forward to an interview, we might have double for you, right? And one that might surprise you. I mean, one that might surprise you. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, so we appreciate you joining in. Appreciate all y'all's input. Thanks for asking Jack some questions for that interview. We'll catch you next time in – the Tigers Avenue. Five Star Hero takes out. Peace. Who that, who that five star? Who that, who that five star? And the LSU Tigers, LSU Tigers. Who that, who that five star?